You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Here we go. Hurts. All day. Now some rushers come. Going to throw it as far as his arm can take it, which is well short. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Right on, right on. Hour number three of BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Jim Rodriguez, Paul Aspen, cast a thousand as we're sitting in for Joe and Aaron this morning. Happy you're along with us. Uh, NFL free agency. Yeah, man, it never stops. We get combine action all going on. Now we're getting into our franchising. The, the calendar year is going to start in uh, a few days, and then we can get Aaron Rodgers, domino to fall. Does he stay in Green Bay? He's been talking to the Jets. Interesting stuff. And let's start with the chance you heard them with Super Bowl. Um, and Paul Aspen, I, I think it's interesting what the, what the Chiefs are doing. And I think they're playing with fire a little bit. They're not going to franchise their blind side tackle, Orlando Brown. They could be able to sign him later, save them, you know, 10 million in. And they're going to cut Frank Clark. Kind of, kind of startling stuff there. I mean, listen, they got rid of Tyreek Hill and didn't miss a beat. But you want to be with the guys that protect, uh, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes. So it is interesting, especially after what Christian Cipollini was saying about them taking the most money they've taken is on the Bills. We're sitting at plus eight fifty right now. So how? I mean, I felt lucky to get the Chiefs at plus 550, I think it was in November. It was when Josh Allen hurt his elbow. And I was I played both the Chiefs and also the Ravens, RIP, to come out of the AFC and to win the Super Bowl. Like I was basically fading the Bills. Um, but that was plus 550. So that was a pretty good number. I guess especially if they're changing things in both trenches – you could, there is a chance for a slower start. So could that number, could they struggle a little bit out of the gate and maybe the Bills start hot? Could you get a better number? Probably. How much better is that number going to get? Like, what does it peak at? Plus 750? If it gets much longer than that, then I feel like they're, you know, flirting around 500 and maybe in not in danger of missing the playoffs because I don't think that any of us see that as long as Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are there. But I'm, I'm just wondering if you really, if you like the chiefs, I don't think you're going to lose the, on the other hand, I don't think you're losing this number, right? Are you getting down to plus three fifty after the draft and free agency? I don't know that you are. So I don't think, I think it's a no play for me on anything with the chiefs right now. Um, and I, I, again, I, I just think there's some questions for sure, 
not enough where I'm like questioning whether they're going to be a playoff team and probably contending for the AFC championship again, just like they do every year. But I don't know that I'd be running to the window to be like, oh, I've got to bet this Chiefs plus 500. Yeah, plus 275 if you're interested uh, in getting to the Super Bowl, plus 275 to win uh, the AFC for the defending champions. Now, Calvin Ridley, we mentioned it earlier. I think it's it's this may be one of the most important moves in the offseason. He was suspended. He's He's been now reinstated to join the Jaguars, and then the Jags have also franchise-tagged Evan Ingram all of a sudden, you look up Jacksonville minus one fifty to win the division, but all of a sudden the Jags are looking like a real sexy pick in the AFC. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to go too far, like too popular, because that's that's my team and I love them. But what I will not be betting at least right now is Trevor Lawrence MVP. I think fourteen to one is the number out there. It just seems a little too short. Like I would have loved I, I played him at a hundred to one this past year before the season, hoping for that second year jump. And it just didn't happen until the second half of the season. Maybe it was that rat infestation going on in the locker room. You never know. <laughs> but they finally they finally got there. Um I'm not like it'll be interesting to see what Calvin Ridley's totals will be. They'll put them at uh, maybe Trevor Lawrence touchdowns could be a way to play this as well. Passing yards, perhaps, depending where they set that number. I, Brad Spielberger told us earlier he already played the Jags in the AFC South, and I, I'm not sure exactly why I was waiting. It almost feels too obvious, and now yeah. we've seen the number jump from. I mean, I guess if, if the cold land. Yeah, if the Colts make a trade, maybe they trade up and get a big, you know, get, I mean, they're figured to get one of the big quarterbacks because they need a quarterback, maybe, but how, how much of an impact is, they, uh, is that person going to have right away? Uh, do you think Calvin Ridley, comeback player of the year, would he qualify for a comeback player of the year status coming off a of suspension? I wonder, because I still feel like there are a lot of Pollyannas in yeah. sports media football like the the writers etc and i just wonder if even though the logos aren't every like most stadiums all over the broadcast and everything else if there's this if he was is kind of disqualified because it was betting and it was some dumb 14 leg parlay like it's not like he was you know this is not a pete rose situation how many times can we say that right i that would be my concern there I just think he might be kind of disqualified in the minds of some voters because it's this taboo gambling thing. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be curious to see uh, if he's even in the discussion and and what kind of a season he has. Uh, Cowboys, interesting move here. They tag running back uh, Troy, uh, Tony Pollard, a uh, little over ten million bucks. More affecting Zeke than than I think Tony, and I think it's interesting because this is the first year of, of Zeke Elliott's contract that he doesn't have guaranteed money. I think that's a huge thing to consider of uh, moving forward for the Cowboys. Philly, despite two new coordinators, impending free agencies, they're still the favorites to win the East. Where do you see Dallas here? Do you, are you excited about Troy uh, Tony Pollard being franchised, or are you more worried about the Eagles coming back down to earth a little bit? I just, I can't bet on the Cowboys at all because Mike McCarthy is like doing his, you know, <laughs> throwing everything on the table and saying I'm going to call the plays and all that, and I 
I'm just not interested, Mike. And he wants to run the ball, you know, all the time, which honestly probably good for Tony Pollard. Like, I think it'll be interesting. He's still less carries than Zeke by about 40 last year. And he had 125 more yards. So, I mean, it was definitely the, it was clear to everyone who watched, he was the more effective back. So Pollard on a game to game basis could definitely be someone to look at. And I feel like that might be something where the numbers just shoot up after the first couple of weeks. I wonder what they'll be set up for the you know first couple of games, whether it's rushing yards, total yards, yards from scrimmage, and just see how much uh, Mike McCarthy leans on Tony Pollard. But you still got Jerry saying, Zeke's our guy, Zeke's our guy, Zeke's our guy. Like, how long is he going to continue that? And look, Jerry's not calling the plays, but you're not going to say he's not got any influence on what goes on on the feet. Like, with something like that, if you want Zeke featured, that's at least in the back of Mike McCarthy's mind. So game-to-game basis will be interesting. I'm not interested in Cowboys for the division, conference, anything like that. Yeah, plus 175 if you're interested, by the way. Yeah, Cowboys no. winning, winning, winning the East, by the way. So the speaking of running backs, uh, the Raiders with no quarterback, maybe it's Jared Stidham, who knows, with a wealth of talent. Uh, Raiders don't have players. Uh, they just franchised Josh Jacobs, who led the league in rushing in 2022. How would you play a Josh Jacobs uh, position uh, for yourself? Show me that season total of rushing yards, and I will probably want to go under. It just, you know, it was kind of a resurgence for him. I just don't know that he would do that on back-to-back years. And again, so he had, let's see, so... I mean, his career high by far. And the year before, he was kind of left for dead. 872 rushing yards in 2021. He doubled that, basically, this past year. Now, granted, he was a 1,000-yard rushing guy in each of his first two years in the league. So three out of four years, he's broken the 1,000-yard rushing mark. I just – we see it all the time with running backs. You know, 12 touchdowns as well. I wouldn't be rushing to bet any Josh Jacobs overs. I understand the franchise move. It's you, you might as well if you're the Raiders. I I would have some pause before I bet anything <laughs> Josh Jacobs related, unless it was an under, seeing where they set the number. And also, I'm not interested in the Raiders in the AFC West, just to yeah. officially we're gonna put see that out there. Be, We're going to see who would be handing him the ball. I mean, that's that's sure. another thing. It's a start. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the, the, if you hear what's out there, you know, in this lying season, which, by the way, I love, I love that term. You know, Aaron Rodgers has no interest in going to Vegas to play for the Raiders. But, you know, stranger things have happened. Uh, staying um, with formerly uh, the Raiders' home in the Bay Area, the 49ers, I, 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 listen, I, I, don't, I, I don't think this has been played out enough. Uh, they're the favorites to, in, to win the NFC West. But they've got two quarterbacks coming off some serious injuries. Brock Purdy is supposed to have surgery at the end of this week for a UCL. He, listen, he could be back for at the end of camp. He could be. He could miss a good chunk of the season. Trey Lance is coming off an injury. I, I, is there trouble in San Francisco? This is a lot of credit for Kyle Shanahan. That's a lot of credit for Kyle Shanahan. And I guess after you've seen him do it with someone like Brock Purdy, it's almost like, hey, plug and play, and Shanahan will figure it out. But quarterback will not be the only issue with this team. That secondary, 
was not good. It was very beatable. Uh, defensive line, obviously you've got Nick Bosa rushing the passer, but inside they could probably use some work. And then Mike McGlinchey was a liability at right tackle. We you know, saw that right side of the offensive line get beat, beat up badly by the Eagles and Hassan Reddick in that NFC, was that the title game, playoff game? I believe it was. Uh, but anyway, in the playoff game between the Niners and Eagles and Philly. So I think there's a lot. I mean, and not for nothing, looks like Robbie Gold is moving on, which stability at kicker is not nothing. Um, you know, it's not the difference between the division or not, most likely. But this is a very interesting price, and we talked about it with the Seahawks at 5-1. to one. But, like, I'm, we're ruling out the Cardinals. The right. Rams... I guess McVay's back in the fold, but you you have no idea what you have at quarterback. And at minus 160, I'm not even close to interested in a team that we don't know who and how healthy they are. I guess we're saying Trey Lance is going to be there in week one. Yeah. So. And and probably, probably no Jimmy G to bail you out. It sounds that, like that, they've. That, Made that decision. Although they said they made that decision before. Yeah. But I mean, (laughs) everything they're saying is they're done with Jimmy. So, yeah, I, this, I have no interest in the Niners at this price in this division. I really don't have any interest in the Niners for any kind of futures right now. Yeah. And so it opens up the door for Seattle at five to mm-hmm. one to win the West and getting, making that bet. They've re-signed Geno Smith. And I think really it, it almost points, unless something, you know, really weird happened to Anthony Richardson going to Seattle as, I mean, th- th- it plays perfectly. Geno's there for a couple years more grooms, Anthony Richardson. You've got the next Cam Newton out there uh, learning, understanding Pete Carroll, putting his little you know two and fours with him before before he retires, makes a lot of sense. Things are really high in Seattle, I think. Yeah, I I know we've been talking about it for most of today's show, but I am um, I'm getting more and more, and then especially when Brad Spielberger made the case about all the the resources they have, draft capital, capital, and otherwise. That's yeah. that's the team I two have first round in this picks, division. two first round yeah. picks. And, and you know they they talk talk about that that Russell Wilson trade, the 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 sort of the the coach we talk about coaching trees the spider web of the of the Russell Wilson trade is going to be uh, the future success of Seattle for a while. So uh, I hear Paul, we may have some a nickel or dime floating around in the show today. Uh, well, we got about a minute left here, so uh, maybe we'll say we'll say that till tomorrow. Um, okay, I do. I'll give out some golf bets. I've been looking at the Players' Championship. I'll give out some golf bets and lightning bets. Uh, We'll have Reed Wallach coming up next talking about uh, a bunch of college hoops uh, plays that he'll have. So I know he was on South Alabama, as I mentioned. So they attend to one. They got to the conference title game, but I'll be curious to hear what other like 10 to 1 shots and other other conference tournament um, teams he's got in his portfolio. And I'm sure he's already got teams ready to fade or back. You know, when it comes to March, uh, March Madness and the NCAA tournament as well. So excited for that. And of course, we got to ask him about the Nets, unfortunately. Um, but see where he's at with them, too. Suffering, suffering all, Nets. Fans. All I'm saying is be ready for a Seattle Jacksonville Super Bowl in Vegas. That's going to be delicious. Hey, say no more. <laughs> say no more. I am in. Let's take a break. Reed Wallach's going to join us next. It's BetQL Daily presented 
by the almighty BetMGM. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.